Welcome to the official podcast from mycreditstatus.co.za. We will be introducing you to credit experts who will be providing valuable insight and advice from your financial health to improving your credit status and score. Your host for the show is Laura Palmieri. Hello and welcome to My Credit Status Podcast. In today's social world, we generate more data and share more online information than ever before. But how safe is our personal information, especially when we apply for a credit report? On today's show, we go behind the scenes of My Credit Status to find out what safety measures are in place. Is our personal information actually safe? It's my absolute pleasure to introduce Krista Toy, who's my credit status chief technology officer. We often refer to Chris as our gatekeeper with over 20 years of experience with systems. We are definitely in good hands. Welcome, Chris. Hi, Laura. Okay. Shall we start it off? So, Chris, can you briefly give us an overview of what type of systems my credit status has in place? Yeah, sure. Well, my credit status is currently a reseller credit bureau, but we aim to provide more than just the uh, normal credit reports that you will receive from a credit bureau. We basically receive the data that we present from the main bureau and we expand on that, um, giving clear explanations and tips uh, for the users to improve their score. And we also provide additional services to our members in the form of online training videos, downloadable files, and so on. Okay, so basically, as a reseller, what is the difference of a reseller? Well, uh, we do not permanently store any credit data from uh, about the users. Um, as a reseller, we have the permission to retrieve the data from a registered credit bureau, uh, one of the big ones that you have available in South Africa. And um, we present that data to the customer and thereafter it is removed from our systems. Okay, so that, that data is never stored on our system? It is only stored temporarily uh, to give the user access, um, but it is also stored in an encrypted uh, form so that nobody else can read or view access the data, only the user can access it, and within 48 hours we will remove the data from our system, which which also means that if the user wants to keep their credit report, they will have to download or save the file, um, email it to themselves, or some way uh, to have a permanent record because after that time has passed, the data is removed from our systems. Also, coming back to uh, the difference between a reseller credit bureau and a full credit bureau, we cannot make any changes to the uh, credit report data that we receive. Where a full credit bureau will get data from large companies and corporations that share the data with them, they have to manipulate the data and determine the score. We only receive that data and show it to the customers. We do not do any alteration or algorithms or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you, like like you mentioned, it's on our system for 48 hours, but I just want our listeners to know, um, us as users, you as a CTO of our company, can you access that information yourself? No, uh, the user has to be logged in, and the way that the data is encrypted, only the user who is logged into the system with the correct user account can decrypt that data, meaning 
The only way I would get access to a user's uh, personal credit report is if they were to share their login information with me and I log in as that user. Other than that, the, the data is stored in such a way that um, for everybody else who tries to view that, it'll just be a bunch of garbage, basically. Okay, so basically, uh, yeah, the, the user has his own personal login details, and through that, they can access it. But we, as, as members of MyCredit Status, we cannot access that information at all, unless, like you say, they share it with us. Yes, unless they personally share that uh, with us, the data is not viewable or, viewable or accessible to us. We can only see the encrypted data, which doesn't show you anything about the personal data that is being stored. Okay, that's, that's really good to know. Now, as we mentioned, we have got our reseller license. So, so just over a year ago, we were registered with the National Credit Regulator. Now, the NCR, which is the short form for National Credit Regulator, uh, regulates the National Credit Act, and it's basically regulates the South African credit industry. So, so we are signed up. We've got our license through the National Credit Regulator. Now, in order to acquire this license, what was the processes uh, required from us in order to be granted the reseller credit bureau license? Well, the NCR is quite strict when it comes to the personal, the protection of personal information and data. And we had to undergo several audits and security checks, um, site and survey inspections, and so on, to be allowed to provide the data to our customers. They are basically looking, uh, looking at secure servers to make sure that we have access control to the data center, to the data itself, that we have disaster recovery plans in place, should anything go wrong, that we are able to be back up and running and uh, continue providing the service. And also, they are very strict about the fact that, as we mentioned, we do not store the reports on our service for longer than 48 hours. We are actually allowed to store it for 72 hours, but just from a safety perspective, we are only keeping it for 48. Okay, so there were a lot of... Uh, there was a lot of systems and checks in place before we were granted this license, is that correct, eh? Correct, yes. Yeah, well, that's good to know as well. Okay, <laughs> now, in order for us to maintain our license, what are the ongoing requirements and procedures? Well, apart from uh, us having to renew the registration yearly and to pay the yearly usage and maintenance fees and so on, we have to uh, undergo quarterly compliance meetings with our compliance officers, and we also have an external auditing firm that needs to audit the um, policies, processes, systems that we have in place on a yearly basis. All of those are being sent to the NCR for review, and um, that means that they will uh, make sure that we comply with the current regulations. And also, as soon as there are new regulations or changes to the law, we will have to comply with those. Okay, so basically, applying being granted a license was the one process. The other process is to actually constantly maintain and have these audits that happen every month. Well, the audits... Uh, well, the, the, yeah, the main audit is yearly, uh, but we have quarterly uh, reviews of all the information where we report back to them. Okay, and also at my credit status, we have employed, as you mentioned, uh, an external company that actually does this, make sure that we, are, we comply with these regulations on our behalf. Yes, that's correct. We actually have two external companies. One is uh, the auditor, the other is the compliance officer, and both of them are specialists in their field. So I feel that we are in good hands there. That's correct. Okay. 
Uh, can you quickly, can you walk us through quickly through the security process once a consumer has entered their personal details online when they're applying for their credit report? Okay, the first thing we do is to validate the user's email address since that'll be our primary form of uh, communication with them to be able to offer the service at scale. Um, once they have confirmed the email, they can choose which report they want, whether they want their score, a full report, or if they want a monthly report. However, before we provide the user with any of their personal financial data, with the actual credit report, we will first perform a person verification test um, where we check their identity using the data that uh, we received in the report and only they will have knowledge about. If they are able to answer those questions correctly, they will gain access to the report and they'll be able to download and view it. However, if they fail the test, if they do not pass and um, they if they made mistakes or whatever the case may be, they still have the option to prove their identity by sending us a copy of the ID along with a proof of address. And if those match the report and the account that we have on file, we can manually validate the user and still give them access to their data. But while we process, while we're manually validating at the this in this whole um, process of validating, we we still cannot access any information of our client. No, we still cannot access the data from the client. So we can manually validate, but that's about it. And, and the, like you mentioned, those documents that might be required. But over and above that, there's nothing else that we can access at this stage. No, the, the manual validation is basically, uh, and also for the auditors, um, for compliance reasons, if we do receive a manual validation, we have to create a log entry for the user, the date, the ID number. We have to save the proof of ID and uh, proof of address that we keep on record, and we are being audited on that. And the only difference on the actual system on MyCredit status itself is we basically store a flag whether the user passed or failed the person verification test. If the user failed the test, they won't have access to anything. And the only change we can make when we do a manual validation is we enter the ID number and we tell them this person did pass the uh, manual validation, so they will now have access. But we still do not see any or have access to any of their own data. It's only that now the data can be released to the customer. Okay. So, for example, if, if someone is trying to get a credit report on behalf of a, a, a third party, uh, fraudulently, they would still need to know personal information of that person that they want the credit report on. Correct, I, yes. I can't try and get my, as an example, my sister's credit report information unless I have certain personal information with regards, whether it's her banking account or various other retail accounts in order to access it. Is that correct? Yes, you would have to know the person quite intimately to be able to pass the online person verification test because... It really is, uh, the questions are random. It uh, can be related to banking, to where you shop, to which accounts or cards you have, uh, vehicle finance, home loans, all of that. It can be any of those categories. And unless you know exactly what that person's financial history looks like, you won't be able to answer those questions and gain access. Okay, yeah, that's that's very important. And like you say, there are random questions that come up. So if a person enters their own personal details, they cannot assume those random questions will appear for the third party that they're trying to access. No, also that um, 
if they try now and the question and they can't answer the questions, they do get a sec second attempt. But it will be random questions again. So the questions are dynamically generated. You can't say, okay, this is the first question. The next question will be about banking. The next one about a retail account. Everything is di dynamically and randomly generated um, when the user has to uh, be validated. Okay, that's really good. The other thing is, what kind of what type, what kind of uh, support does MyCred Status offer? Online support. We basically our main uh, form of support is email support, where we have an email ticket system. It just makes it easier to escalate and to assign to the correct person, whether it be about refunds, about manual validations, or just general questions. And then we also provide a phone number, which is an interactive uh, support system where the use user will basically enter their ID number and they will choose between several options until they get to the desired answer. And from that, they can do everything, anything from uh, changing their password, not actually changing it, but requesting a password reset, and also to have questions that they might have answered. Okay, and this is obviously 20, on 24 hours a day, available 24 hours a day. Correct, yes. The support tickets are basically answered during working hours, but the phone support is 24 hours. Okay, that's fantastic. Now, are there any other new developments that will be taking place at MyCredit Status that you can share with our audience? Well, we're always looking to improve the services that we offer, but um, currently, unfortunately, I cannot elaborate too much. <laughs> but but I can say we will be looking at ways to personalize the entire onboarding experience and we'll be also be offering much more tailored solutions to our customers in future. Correct. So we're constantly striving to actually improve the service that we're offering. So it's not just a normal credit report. There's so many more benefits that you'll receive. Yes, definitely. Okay, Chris. Um, I must say it's been a real privilege to have you on our show and to our audience, thanks for listening. Be sure to visit my credit status and now that you know more about how our systems are in place to protect your personal details, um, head over to mycreditstatus.co.za and get yourself a copy of your credit report. Chris, thank you very much. It's a pleasure, Laura. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you for listening to My Credit Status Podcast. Make sure you tune into our next show, where we will continue to provide you with valuable information about your credit health. We value your feedback, so we would love it if you can rate and review us on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be alerted as soon as a new episode is live. Visit mycreditstatus.co.za.